Batting Around. Welcome back to Batting Around's baseball podcast. I am your co-host, Jane Ost, and with me, as always, is Lauren. Did you get a haircut? Me? Yeah, it looks like you got a haircut. No. No, I did not. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting one on Thursday, though. Oh, okay. Uh, you're you're like a week early on that. Oh, uh, your hair's just looking uh, nice, I guess. I'm Lauren. Well, thank you. <laughs> That's Lauren. And we have also here punished Steven. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Steven. That, that joke can just be for us. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we are now uh, a little bit into the postseason. We lost some, we lost some teams already. Mm-hmm. The Yankees and the Cardinals, both out. How, how do we feel about that? The Cardinals, I'm kind of sad about. They're a respectable organization, and it's really... Wow. It's really... I don't know. The, the postseason's missing something without them. Um, the Yankees can get <laughs> fucked. They're crybaby losers, and I'm glad they lost. Um, so yeah. I'm just I'm thrilled that my, my favorite team is still in it to win it, and it, they're, they're up on a series, and they're looking pretty good. <laughs> this is a dark turn for the pod. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? It's, this is this is normal. Like this. <laughs> I'm an Astros fan, as we all know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Jane's a Yankees fan because yep. she's she's really upset that her shitty crybaby loser team lost earlier in the week. And Lauren, you don't Lauren, you don't really have a team, as you said many times. You just kind of follow the most interesting teams and whichever one can put on the cheapest best product on the field is the one that's worthy of checking out so i think you mentioned in one of our previous episodes that you were a big Rays fan and that you hate the dodgers because they're the opposite of that yeah yeah um (laughs) sorry did i get lost or something we we accidentally (laughs) um had a transporter accident and uh uh mirror universe steven has joined us this week Welcome, K Hive Steven. <laughs> Thank you. Like, yes. Stan Kamala Harris, Queen. Yeah. <laughs> what is, I don't see, see what's so I don't see what's so weird about this. Did any of you see that video of Kamala Harris uh, where she's like uh, talking to a bunch of like you know kids in STEM or whatever, like kids that like STEM, and she's like. I don't know. She seems like she's like fucked up. She's going on about how like you are going to go to the moon. It's going to be so cool. And like like the the good tweet about it was like when I fuck up my <laughs> when I fuck up my dosage and accidentally like full on trip. But it's oh my god, it's so funny. Sorry. Little little thing there, but I of course I've seen it because I've seen <laughs> I see all of her videos yeah, everything. because she's an icon. And yeah, she was just, she was meeting the kids at their level. Like, that's what a good yeah. leader does. Obviously. Punished, Punished Steven actually lives in Washington, D.C. We're recording in the same room. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Yankees fan Jane here, even though the bit was Yankees fan Lauren, um, Yankees fan Jane here, I've already started uh, setting up all of my, tr- all of the Yankees trades that they could possibly do in the off season. I'm really, really excited about that. We're talking here, uh, Luke Voigt and Aaron Hicks, because the because the um, the Angels are going to need another center fielder. So we're going to send Luke Voigt and Aaron Hicks over for Mike Trout. Plus cash mm. considerations, they're going to eat most of his contract too. Right. 
of course. Yeah. Plus, yeah, I mean, you don't just get Aaron Hicks for free or Luke Voigt for free. Like, you definitely don't get Luke Voigt for free. <laughs> no, I think I think it's a smart play to uh, just go directly to the Dodgers and see if they can get Walker Bueller for, um, let's say, like uh, uh, Jonathan. I don't know, like their their fifteenth best prospect. I think that would be fair. Right. None of like nobody that's in the top one hundred, you know, global prospect rankings or anything like that. No, we don't need to get crazy. Yeah. Because you, you just get like we're gonna get like the Yankees probably number ten, eleven, and twelve prospects and we're gonna tr- and we're gonna send those to milwaukee for corbin burns i think that's fair that seems that seems fair to me mm-hmm. and who you got managing <laughs> you stick uh, with- tony larusa of course <laughs> naturally yeah uh, yeah 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 we're, we're getting we're getting tony out of out of uh, chicago they don't deserve him frankly he's actually gonna be a player manager for the first time <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I can do this anymore. No, at some point we got to explain uh, to our very confused listeners. I have a, I have a whole notes sheet written and everything. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, I sustained an eye injury over the weekend, so I am wearing an eye patch, which is what gave me the idea to be evil version of me, which is, of course, <laughs> as we all remember... K-Hive Steven. I like Punish Steven better, though. Like, yeah, I, I have lo- lost a leg and an arm, uh, and I'm wearing sunglasses, and I'm grabbing him and going, why are we still here? <laughs> they played us like a damn fiddle! Uh, you can, Steven, if you don't get that one, you can ask Manu about it. Mm-hmm. I, he'll, he'll, he'll let you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will be seeing him this weekend, actually. Okay, great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry, I forgot that the Yankees fan was Lauren. I th- I thought it was Jane. <laughs> that no, no, we haven't figured out my um like all like bizarro bizarro mm. personality yeah. yet. We'll figure that one out though. It'll someday. come to us. There's It'll time. come to us naturally. Yeah. All right. Um. So yeah, <laughs> like like I said earlier, we have of uh, the uh, we have lost the wild card teams, but the other series, uh, none of them are going to be sweeps at least. That's looks, good. You know, yeah, yeah, they've been pretty competitive, uh, all things considered. Yeah, it did look, it did look rough for the White Sox for a second mm-hmm. there. Yeah, <laughs> it super <laughs> looked rough, and then they got to Chicago and won, and looked yeah. like a much better team <laughs> all of a sudden. Now that they weren't in Houston, hmm. that was a very funny game last night. Like, yeah, watching them just, I don't know, just roll over. The uh, the Astros completely like I really just, really wish they struck I could out have like seven it. in a row or something <laughs> like I it's, to be honest I turned it off in like the fourth because they were down by like five runs I I just had it going like on a on a separate screen after I got well I got done with D and D and it was later in the game already but that, the, bunch of the, bunch of these games are just taking fucking forever mm-hmm. like the Yankees Red Sox game which everyone joked about how oh, this is going to be six hours long, <laughs> ended up being like 325. <laughs> like, not bad at all. <laughs> yeah. Last night, uh, Rays-Red um, Sox was a great game, but it went 13 innings in like four and a half, five hours. It was yeah, getting, that one getting was long brutal. in the tooth. Yeah. Great game, though. Um, mm-hmm. uh, incredible highlight. I really recommend looking it up of um, Kyle Schwarber, uh of last week's episode um doing like a fist pump 
and a, a hat tip to the crowd uh, because he first made an error at first base. He overthrew um, to the pitcher for an out. Then on the uh, second try, nailed it. And uh, great little highlight of him uh, giving a little hat tip. Uh, it, he, the man knows drama. <laughs> he does. And like in fairness, um, it's the worst possible time to try to learn how to play first base. <laughs> he's never done it before. They're making him do it. He's given the old college try, you know? What, what more can you ask for from a guy? Gotta respect yeah, it. It's weird, it's weird that he's never played first base to me. I guess I just assume anybody who's like... A slab of beef. On the larger side, at some point, yeah, played some first yeah. base. Yeah, that's wild to me. Especially like a guy that spent a lot of time in the NL too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, it's it's Very apparently weird. never happened, at least in a professional game in his fairly lengthy career. Very strange. Yeah, shout out to winning pitcher Nick Pavetta. Yeah. God, I hate this. <laughs> so I, I just where we are on Tuesday uh, or on Monday um, is uh, uh, currently uh, Red Sox and Rays are uh, Red Sox are up two to one. Uh, Dodgers Giants are one to one. Astros White Sox are two to two to one. Astros leading and uh, Brewers Braves um, two to one. Braves lead after today's three to game, which is another great game. I watched Ugh. it. Uh, I watched parts of it on uh, at work uh, during slow parts of the day. And uh, great uh, Jock Peterson three run home run. I I okay. <sighs> I do like. Jock Peterson. I do too. Yeah. Uh, his yeah. his his pearls that he's been wearing. The pearls Love bit that. is very good. It's yeah. very cool. And he has under, very, it's very under yeah. these circumstances, <laughs> I must regretfully hand it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I turned on the game that game today, uh, and like immediately just heard the tomahawk chop. Uh, yep. And it's just like, all right, that's a, yep. that's enough of that. <laughs> like, um, I am not gonna watch any more of this at all. I am desperate for the Brewers to win tomorrow. Like, I obviously, want I want bad. them to win the series. But even if they don't win the series, I really don't want those fans celebrating in person. Like, no. fuck those people. <laughs> I, yeah. Like, they've... I'm just so exhausted. ...taken the mantle of, like, the most despicable <laughs> organization to me right now. And if... I haven't watched any of it. But correct me if I'm wrong. They, they don't pump it through the through the sound system anymore, Right. Like the tomahawk. I don't know. No, I don't think so. And I think like the fans are just doing it on their own volition. It's why it sounds so like poorly done now. Like they they Mm -hmm. can't really keep the beat anymore. So it sounds all over the place. Yeah, because it's all the the people from the suburbs doing it. Yeah, exactly. They can't. They can't do it anymore. Uh, I I do want to say Jock Peterson had a very funny quote. I can't find the quote now. uh, The exact language, but um, he was asked in an interview after the game about his home run, and he he just kind of said. Uh, yeah, well, I'm a pretty good baseball player. <laughs> yeah. Last week when somebody asked him about the pearls, he explained like totally deadpan, like, well, I'm a bad bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I lo- yeah. Love you gotta love that. He's always been, love he was always really funny on the Dodgers. I always really liked him when he was over there. Yeah. yeah I, me, I realized that Jock Peterson was a brave, um, like a, this week. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Very he, close attention to things. He was a mid-season trade, so I can't really blame it. It's like it was a pretty, pretty. It was like a, a a minor part of that deal. I think people really expected Solaire to be the big, the the biggest bat of their three in the mm-hmm. in that trade. But 
Uh, but Jack Peterson's pretty good postseason player. Has been his whole career for the most part. Yeah, sure. OPS. He's seen a lot of them. Yeah, yeah he sure has. Uh, the Giants-Dodgers games. Well, one of the games is very fun anyway. But I like that this has been like a back and forth with them. Yeah. yeah. I, I really I want this to go all five. <laughs> really bad. I also really yeah. want it to go all five just because um, it's just... This is a this is a historic rivalry that hasn't been fucking done to f- death in the postseason like the Yankees and the Red Sox, mm-hmm. and it's nice seeing this level of drama for a postseason series. Even like the drama is heightened even further by that, um, and by the fact that they're the two best teams in baseball, and like the Dodgers are the best. I, I think I. Th- Fact check me if you need to, but I I thought <laughs> I read somewhere that the Dodgers are the best second place team in, in baseball history, or something that like that. Me. Yeah, not at all. Because they won a hundred and six yeah. games. But yeah, this this series has been really exciting. I unfortunately have not just been able to watch them because Oslo. I've not been able out. to watch a lot of things <laughs> lately. Um, so I really hope this goes all the way so that I can sort of get in there and root for my. Los Angeles Dodgers. <laughs> it's gonna be fun in um in like a month or whatever when I have to go do uh like get a procedure done on my eyes and like I get wheeled in like looking like Doctor Strangelove. <laughs> like <laughs> That's gonna that's gonna rule. I'm gonna have so much fun with that. Yeah, I, I, I have not, uh, just because it's on at the end of the day and I'm an old person, I haven't had a chance to watch more than a few minutes of the Dodgers Giants, but have I uh, complained on the podcast before about the, the Beat LA chant? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think you have. I think, um, and I, 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 every team in the NL West does it, uh, and the Giants are the only ones who I think have any right to do so. Mm. Like I, I it, and it, it's bugged me for years now um, because they do it at Diamondbacks games, they do it at Padres games, they do it at even at like Coors games sometimes. Um, none of those teams are actually rivals with the Dodgers. It's dumb and right. they should stop. The rivalry is Giants-Dodgers and has been for decades. Only San Francisco has a legitimate reason to chant beat LA, in my opinion. That's fair. Yeah, I was, I was talking to my dad this weekend. He grew up in the Bay Area and he was like, but he was like, when is when is did uh, the Giants and Dodgers become like a rivalry? Because he's like, I don't remember that ever really being a thing at all. And like, well, it's been a long time since like <laughs> they were both good at the same time. Yeah, though. they don't really tend to overlap much. It's kind of a 2010s thing. I feel like mm-hmm. is like really when that started. Well, didn't they? Weren't they rivals when they were in New York together? Yeah, it's it's the you know fifty years between those that I think are like. The Dodgers tended to be good, and the Giants tended to be bad. Mm. But I don't know. A lot of rivalries are like that. Like, the Saints and the Falcons are never good at the same time. The Saints are usually just bad. Right. It, um... Well, that's, I mean, that's the whole story of the Phillies and the Mets rivalry. Like, 2000, the the late 2000s is, like, the only time they've ever been good at the same time. Mm-hmm. And in every one of those seasons, the Mets face planted and the Phillies were the superior team. So there you go. That's, that's why it's a real rivalry. That's why, why it counts. But yeah, I think generally teams should pick one team to be a rival with and only that team can be their rival. Yeah. All right. It's been decreed. Uh, it's been some fun games in that Rays Red Sox series. 
It has been. I think <laughs> as I've much come as around, I like don't yeah. want those to be fun. Yeah, I mean every. T- I mean you can't deny the magic of a postseason uh, extra inning game. No, no, right. A really good one, at especially that. now that we yeah. don't have the runners on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh it's God, it's so nice. Like we're getting like, like players stealing home and stuff. Like Randy mm-hmm. Rosarena com- com- <laughs> continues to be completely ridiculous in the postseason. Somehow, somehow a rookie in his third postseason. Yeah, an uncontested steal of third as well. Yeah, yeah. really fun stuff. Yeah, and, and like great starting pitching from the Red Sox. Uh, yeah. So some great pitching uh, from the Braves, a bunch of bunch of different guys. Uh, it's been really compelling. <laughs> um, that's such a Rays thing. Just like, yeah, great pitching from the Rays. <laughs> just a bunch of different guys. Like, yeah, it's kind of their thing, you know. Whatever. That's their that's their deal for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I kind of I I like this Red Sox team more than I expected expected to. These are not like the Red Sox of 2018, where it's just a murderer's row of. Uh, incredible, incredibly talented. You know, they're all incredibly talented. Uh, every professional baseball player is vastly more talented than I am. But they, they're not really as, like, dangerous or threatening as the 2018 Red Sox would just kind of stomp their way to a championship uh, by virtue of right. being, like, the best team in baseball by a mile. Uh, they're, they're not that. And that makes them a little more human, a little more likable to me. Ugh, that feels and weird. they've got all the they've got all the hot, the hot players. I just I can't get over that one picture of uh, Kike Hernandez and. Um... <laughs> You're right though. Kike uh, really adds a lot of likability to the team. He's been a favorite for a long time. <laughs> Iglesias. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It's been pretty watchable baseball. Mm-hmm. I would even say that this postseason is so theatrical. <laughs> oh. oh. All right. I need to. All right. I need to. I need to g- revert back. To K Hive Steven in order to. <laughs> <laughs> I need to protect myself psychologically. I've from been what's dreading about this ever since it happened because I knew we'd end up having to do this on the podcast. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> I don't know why they deleted this. Why did MLB delete this promo? Mm-hmm. It's so good. They put so much money into it. They, re- they really did. You know, like. I think they really thought that there was going to be, or like they really like were banking on the Yankees being in the postseason. Yeah, why is this in New York? Yeah. they made this. Why is it set in New York? Yeah, the, it's just neither New York teams in the playoffs now. Uh, well, Broadway is the. Obvious I'm so there. glad we can't hear. I, this. No, you don't need to turn on the sound. You can leave the sound off. That's fine. No. Oh no 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 no. Hold you you turn on the sound immediately. Yeah, it's, it's on your end. We can't. It's. I what? don't think sound comes through screen share. All right, then like we're going to okay. Discord. Then. Just give us the oh. link and we'll watch it. Give us the <laughs> <Okay>. link. <laughs> Fuck, okay, I okay. shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> Damn it, you're right, Steve. We could have just faked our way through it. I, re- I... Oh. <laughs> you dumb, you I... dumb motherfuckers. I'm such a dumb bitch. <laughs> oh. All right, ready? One, two, three, play. I just, yeah, it's... The starting out in New York without a New York team is very stupid. It's very funny. But that's where Broadway is, New York, baby. <laughs> this is this is what I think of when I think of baseball is, yeah. Ugh. Oh, God. Mm. So, who, 
I think so. I have no idea. Although I think she looks familiar. She's probably in a commercial or something. So we're at a minute now, and there's been no mention of anybody who's actually playing baseball right now. What about one of? She said two different Mookies. This woman is my favorite because she has the like the worst case of theater face I've ever seen in my life. Like, just the most. She has the most demonic theater face that I've ever seen. There's like no choreography here. Not that like I. No, there's just jazz hands. It's just jazz hands and like it was like. Yeah. Uh, they shimmy. They did a little. Shimmy they, they just do the shimmies. Yeah. Oh. Uh, here comes the and then here we go. This must be like an In the Heights guy or something. These days, the raised by the bay have their say. Small market killers. I know this isn't Lynn Manuel Miranda. This ain't so look and sound like him. Yeah. The little. The little. Yes, when I when I think of the White Sox, I think that the their division is their plan, right? Yes. All right, all right. Oh part my two. God, there's yeah. another part to this. I thought we were. <laughs> no, there's there's part two. <laughs> there's forty there's more seconds. It's, it's, it's in the reply. It's in the reply. Oh, Get it right. up. Okay. Because this, this has an amazing um, uh, ending. God, that one, that one lady is so demonic. I don't get why they're just wearing jeans and shit. Like, I know. They're baseball fans. Yeah. Who's that? Every baseball player's favorite celebrity, Kristen Chenoweth. You know? Oh, places everybody, it's time for the big show. Places everybody, it's time for the big show. Everyone, everyone, everyone that's really into baseball knows Kristen Chenoweth, yeah. right? <laughs> so, was, do uh, they have plans? I can't believe they deleted this. Oh, God, this. it's auto replays. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fucking. I closed out of there real quick. Uh, do you think they had another one in the can for the NL and they just didn't get to it? I wish. I hope so. I hope that they have one ready. Release the re- NL cut. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <man>. But no, <laughs> seriously, all jokes aside, <clears throat> I think it's a fantastic promo. It's really, sh- it's really smart <laughs> to capture the energy and the vibe of the greatest yes. and most popular musical of all time. And cross-promote it with Major League Baseball. Like, Lin-Manuel Miranda is an icon and managed to make a boring founding father into a rock star, so obviously why not try that with baseball? Sorry, I I tried. No. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Couldn't bring yourself no. to do it. I understand. I, I, no. I had a few. I had a bit more left, but I just, no. No, just well, couldn't. I had the thought like a minute and 30 seconds in, like, you know, this is terrible, but it's not like... It's not like egregious. That was before I knew there was a second fucking part of the video, <laughs> and this is three minutes long. Honestly, like p- before the wrapping, it was just like, oh, this is this is dumb, but okay. And then when we get to the Hamill wrapping, it just became yeah, the yeah, mo- that's really worst like thing I've ever seen in my egregious. life. 
that's really where it entered um, Mayor Pete High Hope Stan's territory <laughs> oh, yeah. for me. Yeah. And it just totally like ruined my brain in a real way that like it this this has just stuck with me since like it came out on Friday. I think. You went you went fishing for it after. <laughs> yeah. They no, I had it. to I had to go find it after it was deleted. Which, by the yeah. way, how long was it up? A couple hours. Like how long it did it take like, them to delete that? Yeah, it, <laughs> it was up for it, like yeah. two hours at most. <laughs> Well, it's so rare to see them, like, pull the plug on something that's not, like, genuinely offensive. Like, it's, yeah, it, it's offensive right. in the sense that it's tacky and corny, but, like, it's not, like, mm-hmm. there's no slurs or anything. That's usually the kind of thing that gets a backlash to actually pull something down. But, yeah, like, just getting clowned on too hard. They, <laughs> yeah. they actually took it down for that. Uh, that's incredible. Never, I can't remember the last works. time that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Especially of theater kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, my My comment on this was that uh, jocks need to bully theater kids way harder. Yeah. Well, the the oh, paradigm has has been inverted the last couple of years. The jocks need to reassert themselves as the alphas. Yeah. I oh. I mean I came I came from a creative and performing arts high school. Like <laughs> I I graduated looking like this. Like it was rough yeah. getting through those streets. <laughs> those fucking theater kids and dance kids and vocal kids. Can you do the theater face, Steven? <laughs> no, I can't. Okay. I was I was a, I was a visual artist. Like yeah, I can't. I, was, I, yeah. I didn't have anything to do with those freaks. No, okay. I was going to say I did peg for like a like a technical uh, theater at, at most. Yeah. Yeah, running the lights. Yeah, no, there were there was a very small subset of theater kids that were there <laughs> because they were film nerds, mm-hmm. and eventually yeah. they just built a whole different major out for them because they had absolutely nothing in common, nothing in common with, with the theater kids. The yeah. other people they were. <laughs> No, it's funny. Like in in my in my college, I, I'm a, I'm a film school grad. I'm guilty of this stuff too. But we had like an ongoing um, struggle with the theater kids over who would get to use like the nice theater with the big 4K projector, and mm. they would get it 90 percent of the time um, because Fuck they them. had to act in there. But we got to use it for screenings once or twice, and it it always felt like such a victory to to steal their space from them, <laughs> which is dumb. It's you know it's silly, but. No, no, it's not at all. Theater kids deserve everything bad. No, I'm just like it, the the first part is auto playing on my other monitor oh. right now, and just every time that demon's face comes on there, it's incredible. Like, I want to know how they practice that face, how they practice theater face, because it it looks like mm-hmm. like they just like force themselves to smile while like holding like a lighter under their hands or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. It's like a very, like an intentional and forced like soy face. Yeah. Like, and I get, I know why they do it. It's because like when you're on a stage and people are a hundred feet away, like you have to emote so hard and so like exaggerated that people can see it. But like when you have it filmed and you're up close, it is demonic it's clownery or mimery without the benefit of makeup yeah like you have to do that to your own face without like any help from a prosthetic or any makeup you're just like hi i am the clown and i i'm not saying that i mean that's a i'm kind of saying that but i'm actually cut that (laughs) no you're right (laughs) no this is this is like worse than Damn Yankees, and Damn Yankees is like one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Like, it is instantly tr- the worst truly baseball awful. movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Worth, I, I'd put it below even Trouble with the Curve. <laughs> a true stinker in, a, in the filmography yeah. of a director I otherwise quite respect. But yeah, this this season is just so theatrical. Can we move on? Um, I think we just got mailbag left then. Thank God. <laughs> 
at KevSully96 says, what's even the point from a Sox fan at 4.27 p.m. Central Time on Friday, October 8th? <laughs> I'll hang up and listen. Um, don't like that 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 bit. That's that's we're, we're done doing the I'll hang up and listen thing. Uh, but this was like right when <laughs> I think this was like when they were, the score was like four to four. Mm-hmm. And that or like right before this was when the score was like four to four in that game two of the White Sox and the Astros. <laughs> and the Astros just <laughs> completely blew it open. Well, what's what was the point? I mean, looking back, let's take it to Chicago so we could see the cool shots of like the stadium of everyone wearing black. That's right. Mm-hmm. And like the crowd being just like I hate using the the cliche, but like electric. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like that was really awesome. That was such a fun game. Uh I mean, it's fun watching Houston get like absolutely blown out. And hey, all all the White Sox got to do is win two in a row, one at home and one on the road. <laughs> mhm. That could happen. It could very much. It could very well happen. Like, I, I, I do think, mathematic, like on paper, the Astros is the stronger team, and I don't mm-hmm. think very many White Sox fans would disagree with that. But it's a lineup of sluggers. They can put up five or six runs a game to match whatever the Astros do. They also have pitchers Absolutely. who throw stuff other than fastballs uh, from time to time. <laughs> I, I really, I really can't stress enough how much I think Lance Lynn specifically was engineered to to really struggle against like the best fastball hitting team in the league yeah he throws like 92 percent fastballs or something like that like yeah he is the fastball guy and that works most of the time but i you know it it makes a lot of sense that he just got hammered by them which is a bummer i really like lance lynn but same it it, it means the rest of their talent isn't necessarily doomed (laughs) i don't know anything could happen i still think the astros are likely to win the series but um the whole, you know, you gotta watch. You gotta actually play the games. At extremely squid, the official squid of the Washington Nationals says the trop roof needs to be repainted. No. What color should they do? Leave it alone. It's great. I think it should be painted orange because it's going to be a spirit Halloween pretty soon. <laughs> the inside but or the outside? It says roof, oh. so that not ceiling. Oh, um, I don't know. That's a in- semantic distance distinction I'd never thought about before. Paint a giant pentagram. I think that would be cool too. Yeah, that'd be sick. Summon something. It would work for the Spirit Halloween thing also. It would. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> I, think, I think that works. Yeah, that's a good compromise. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think Carl Crawford should sue them um, for what they did to his knees, and he should get to pick the color based on uh, the lawsuit. That That's a good like some that's a good thing to be rewarded in judgment there. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, up to him. At Library Maureen says, will you guys draft another hot team in the offseason with an updated roster, please? Oh, hell yeah. I think I think that's a good idea. We didn't do one in this offseason. Every other year, that seems like a reasonable thing to give, do. Give the give the players time to shuffle around and co- get called up and retire and yeah. get yeah. a new... Yeah. I Yeah, we'll, we'll be looking for stuff to talk about, so yes. Um, I think we I think we can commit to doing that. Let's get a guess who's attracted to men for that, because I, I don't really have too much to contribute to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, all right. At Cooper Lund uh, says, do you think that Miles O'Brien's sexual performance has a low ceiling because he's the only crew member in a committed but questionably monogamous relationship? Or does getting consistent reps uh, in put him in a better place than, say, sad boy Julian Bashir? Uh, I think Miles O'Brien fucks like a tiger. I, <laughs> really? Yeah. No, I, I think he's... Um... He's like the only guy on... Uh, like either you know Enterprise or D- or Deep Space Nine, 
He's like the only guy that drinks real alcohol. Yeah. Uh, he's an Irishman that drinks like real whiskey. So I think he gets whiskey dick a lot. That maybe. And true. I don't think he. Yeah, and I don't think that he has a very happy relationship with Keiko. Uh, most of the time, it's it's kind of, it's like especially in DS Nine, they kind of show them in trouble, like their relationship in trouble a lot. I don't think he. I don't know if he does get consistent reps in. I, I think he comes home like <laughs> drunk a lot. I think uh, the fact that he, the marriage is otherwise on the rocks is a good indicator that uh, he 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 does fuck really well. He does fuck like a tiger. Yeah. yeah. Why else would okay. she be sticking around? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'd buy no, that. No, I think he's the kind of uh, I think he's the the kind of lover that um, people would make memes about. Um, like uh, Dick's so good, he's got me learning how to uh, recompile the the pylons. <laughs> it's his Dick's too bomb. It's just too good. That's yeah. going around on the uh, <laughs> TNG on the uh, Enterprise message board in twenty four fifty whatever. Yeah, the Miles O'Brien program is the most popular holodeck attraction, <laughs> like at Cork. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cooper. I hope that that answers uh, that question. If not, we can revisit it any time. Just just ask again. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. No, actually, I'm not done. Uh, what position okay. would Miles O'Brien, O'Brien play in baseball? I think uh, basically the exact same as Kyle Schorber. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Physically, they have like the they are the exact same build. Yeah. Yeah. Go to our Discord here. Deshazer Misser says, uh, "Any tips for getting more into capital, knowing about baseball slash baseball stats? Like I know a lot about the Nats, but not about baseball on the whole." I'll tell you what what helped me get into more than just the Twins. Uh, a couple years ago was playing one season exactly one season of fantasy baseball yep 100 percent. yeah Yeah. no it it really helped me the same way i I played about two or three seasons but it really does help to and mlb tv is a great resource to just go and put on a game and just look for your guys uh and and watch those it really helps a ton Mm -hmm. i did i did fantasy baseball i also did thirst baseman for three years (laughs) and oh boy i got to know the entire league that way that would help a lot yeah yeah no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make a uh, make a horny baseball account, <laughs> play fantasy baseball, uh, and you'll you'll get right up on par with us pretty quick. And there is a lot of really good writing about baseball still. I think um, it's it's there's there's websites now that really do uh, compile a lot of great um, writing from across the league. Uh, the Athletic uh, has a lot of problems, but um, they really easy to access. Beat. Uh, writers from every single team and kind of figure out the narratives. Fangraphs mm-hmm. also, I, I check Fangraphs a couple times a week. Um, really great, especially for learning about guys uh, you otherwise wouldn't hear about still just because they're doing well on a team that's not particularly good, so you may not be tuning in. There's a lot of resources out there. Um, depending on what kind of learner you are, what kind of reader you are, it's going to vary in how accessible that stuff is. But um, you just got to make the time for it. You just got to find the time. Uh, JJ, America's favorite boy, says, given Lauren getting into fantasy football, how long until we have a batting around multi-sports coverage empire? I already I'm stopped caring about fantasy more. football, for the record. <laughs> <laughs> Made it to week two, and it's like, this is dumb. Uh, I have no interest, really, in probably any <laughs> other sport. I cannot bring myself to ever give a shit about football again. I liked it when I was a kid. Cannot, Just absolutely cannot care. Mm-hmm. Every couple years, I try to get into hockey or basketball but it doesn't work because i'm so burnt out by, by the baseball <laughs> season by the end of it that i need a break from it yeah uh, and i and i just can't do it also all those things are harder to watch than baseball which really irritates me 
League Pass, yeah, League Pass is not good. I have to pay for mm, a fucking yeah. YouTube TV subscription to watch football. Hockey, I think they have some kind of product, but I, I'm not going to pay for it for a sport I can barely understand. Yeah, I don't think that this is coming anytime soon. Um, but JJ, if you want to start a motorsports division of batting around, <laughs> we can talk about licensing uh, and all the fees and mm-hmm. stuff that goes along with that. Um, so hit us up. Ben P says, off-season moves you think will or hope to see happen uh, this off-season. Uh, strike. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the one that that's I'm... That's the uh, big one. <laughs> that I think will happen and I hope to see happen. Yeah. It's yeah. it's 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 funny. Um, it's, it's like when I think about the future of baseball, like the next season, like of the games that are going to be played and everything, it's kind of just like a like an empty screen yeah it's a haze like a like just like a like a slide from a film and just like content to be placed here mm-hmm. and it's just like i don't it's really hard to think about the next season because i don't i don't think it's gonna it's like how dr manhattan can't see into the um the future uh, to a certain extent <laughs> like oh he, yeah like there's a big blank area when he tries to look at certain parts mm-hmm. uh, here uh, yeah. i have one um I would like to see no teams intentionally make themselves worse in the off season. Yeah. No teardowns. No. I would it's love very to see. Uh, I would love to see the Nationals, the Diamondbacks, the Cubs, the Angels, uh, the Rangers, and the Athletics all decide um, to not become worse on purpose. They don't necessarily. I, I'm not expecting them to go out and make big signings. Um, I'm not expecting them to. Uh, do much in particular. I would just like to not see um, them voluntarily give up talented players for uh, the fictional idea of cost control. Um, yeah, a, a real one that I would like to see. I would like to see the Twins sign Byron Buxton to an extension because mm-hmm. uh, not going to lie, I will lose a ton of interest in that team if they don't make that happen. Mm-hmm. Like if they can't come to an agreement on that and trade Byron Buxton, I just will probably stop giving a shit about the twins mm-hmm. in any serious fashion. Um, my big answer, my actual answer is I would like to see the Phillies make any big move, any, <laughs> literally any, no around the margins moves. No, like, Oh yeah, he might be good moves. Like, no, I want a big move. We've got Dombrowski. The team fucking needs it. I want to see them go over the tax. They're not gonna, but that's what I want to see so very desperately. Mm-hmm. And one final one. I would like to see the uh, Yankees trade for Matt Chapman and Sean Mania with their, with for Luke Voigt and their uh, 9th, 11th, and 13th best prospects. I yes. hate you so very much, Lauren Walker. <laughs> yes. I hate you so very much. But you have, if you're going to be doing the um the yankees thing you also have to be doing the yankees doomer thing where you're like i swear to god if the biggest move they make this offseason is signing andrelton simmons like heads are gonna roll (laughs) like that would ever fucking happen like i that's that's an actual one that i saw the other day yeah to be clear i was i was making fun of a a substack piece for listeners in the Mm -hmm. future i don't actually think the yankees should or could do that uh darius on the discord says do y'all find any teams unlikable or repulsive for reasons you can't explain? I can't explain why, but this happens to me when I'm watching the Twins. Um, I'm going to say, no, I have very specific <laughs> exact reasons for why I find a team unlikable or repulsive. I can explain in perfect clarity 
why every team I don't like is uh, despicable. Um, okay. I'm highly emotional and erratic because I am gay and also from Philadelphia. So maybe, <laughs> maybe I do have one that I have that I have no reason for. Let me just. Hmm. Um. No. <laughs> No, I no, have, have reasons for every single one of them. You have good reasons for every one of them. Yep, I, I have reasons for every single one of them. See? Maybe they're not good, <laughs> right? but I've got them. <laughs> That's yeah. fair. Yeah, That's no, fair. I can explain every reason. Yes. Uh, I, I'll go, I'll just, just to for the sake of being different, I'll say I give the Mets too much grief sometimes. I am a little irrational in my hatred for the Mets and for Mets fans, um, I'm not going to go as formally. I'm not going to go as far as formally apologizing to them for all of the horrible things I've said. But uh, it, I, I'm aware that it's a bias that is not always based on logic and reason. Actually, piggybacking off that, I think the most irrational feeling I have about a team I hate is that I irrationally like the Mets more than I should. Yeah. Okay. For no reason. Mm-hmm. The Nine Mets are my favorite squad. <laughs> <laughs> that's just been going through my head every time i see my mets hat <laughs> laying around um okay <laughs> do we have anything else we want to we want to say before we go here at some point we should talk about that fucking nft tweet but um maybe that can wait until it actually goes a little bit further some What's some mlb tweet? player tweeted that he was there was big things coming for baseball players and nfts um Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I posted it in the I wonder Discord. if it's just like the basketball yeah. thing when they tried to do their weird little uh, NFT. Didn't MLB just do this? Baseball well, they packs. did something with Bitcoin. They didn't do Baseball something with, with NFT. Yet. <laughs> I fully I fully in my head conflated NFTs with, with crypto. Well, they're equally dumb. <laughs> they're related and they're equally stupid. Yeah. So. yeah. No, actually, that's not true. NFTs are yeah. dumber. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like it was it had to do with like that lazy lions thing going around or whatever. Um, they look ugly as shit too. They're terrible. Like, I don't, they, well, they're intentionally every one terrible. Of them. That's like the point of the whole lazy why animal thing because you don't have to put any actual like artistic thought into it. You're just buying the concept of the terrible art so that they can. It's just to create them quickly without any actual effort um, to make yeah. the one like interesting part of the process. Even more and it costs like thirty five hundred dollars to make one. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it costs um, it, it it costs the first person to buy it a hundred bucks, and the second person, who's the first person on a different account, ten thousand dollars, and then it costs right. the third person, who's an actual sucker or mark, uh, like three thousand um, dollars. Right after he buys it from the second person, who's the first person in disguise. <laughs> All right. Well, that's Lauren's crypto explainer. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Lauren, uh, our resident <laughs> NFT and crypto expert. I, someone sent me a picture today. Of, or I had a tweet of making fun of, um, NF, of uh, making fun of NFTs, um, and it got them really mad. Uh, and it made its way to someone's um, like job training uh, for involving the crypto <laughs> section. What? Yeah, it, they just sent me the screenshot of, um, and I'm not going to go into details because you. Uh, the specifics aren't important and I wouldn't want somebody to get fired, but they screen cap the tweet and put it in their office training about whether or not um, you actually retain the rights of crypto if you save the file to your hard drive. The answer to which is no. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, that's batting around for the week. <laughs> on that note, sorry, we we, we should have had a better note to go out on than anything to do with any of that stupid bullshit. I that's mean, like... it fits. It fits for how fucking stupid and chaotic this episode. That's has the been. second week in a row we've like pretty much ended the episode talking about crypto. There's been way. so many people mad at me over uh, on the internet over the last couple of weeks that I'm I, I I really do still think about it a lot just because they're still like. Weeks later, mad at me over a tweet. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. Yeah, it fucking rocks. All right. <laughs> Tune in next week. We'll have more postseason coverage of this theatrical season. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. What a thrill With darkness and silence through the night what a thrill I'm searching and I'll melt into you What a fear in my heart But you're so supreme I give my